Here's what's coming up on today's show. Are you wondering whether you can and should retire now? Often, when I first talk with people, they're interested in retiring, but they aren't sure they can retire yet. In today's episode, Mark and I will talk about five key reasons to consider retiring now or sooner rather than later. It's easy to get lost on the way to retirement. Things like taxes, improper planning, and excessive market risk can all lead you astray from your goal of a successful and happy retirement. That's where Liz Whittaberry comes in. She's a holistic financial advisor and the founder of Best Path Advisors, and she can help guide you to a better financial path. This is Retire on Your Best Path with Liz Whittaberry. Welcome to this edition of Retire on Your Best Path with Liz Whittaberry and myself here to talk about five reasons to consider retiring now. Of course, we want to check into these things before you take any action. So you always want to talk with a qualified professional like Liz, uh, obviously on content that you hear on our podcast or any others. Always check with a qualified pro, which she is. She is the founder and uh, founder and financial advisor, excuse me, at Best Path Advisors. So check her out online at bestpathadvisors.com. That's bestpathadvisors.com. So you can retire on your best path. And we're going to get into this conversation this week about these five reasons. But before we do, Liz, you doing all right? I am doing great. I'm yeah. doing very well. Yeah, it's getting to the crisp weather, which I like, you know. So uh, it's very, it's down into the like upper 50s, low 60s at night here in North Carolina, which is awesome. Uh, you guys are probably not quite there yet, right? In, in Texas, it's still a little hotter. It is, but it was, it was nice and comfortable when nice. I uh, walked outside this morning. And that's always a good thing if you walk outside and it, it doesn't feel like you've just stepped into an oven. Uh, it doesn't slap you in the face. <laughs> yeah, and and it really has been very thick air uh, for the last month or two. And so this was a really nice change. Nice. I like it. Very good. Well, you know, change is important, right? Uh, and change, you know, sometimes we're a little fearful of change and change can certainly uh, scare us a little bit. But, you know, the possibility of retirement is often exciting and scary, right? You know, because it's a big change. Yes. So, but, you know, over the last couple uh, episodes of the podcast, we've talked about like kind of retirement basics and, you know, just some things to kind of, you know, for primer, if you will. So now it's kind of a good time to chat about, look, you know, is it maybe a good time to pull the trigger on this, right? What are you waiting on if things are in the, you know, if your ducks are in the right row, so to speak? So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's go through these five uh, reasons that you've identified here. Let's start with time. I mean, that's that's the mm -hmm. obvious one, right? I mean, we're just, we're not getting any younger, right? Absolutely. And And when we're young, we graduate from college and we feel like we've got all the time in the world. Lots and lots of time ahead of us and no money, so... Uh, we want to work and earn and save. But as you approach retirement, you've hopefully saved significant money for carrying you through retirement, but you begin to realize that you have a lot less time. And in fact, time is more valuable than money. Mm -hmm. If you think about it this way, how many moments do you have left? How many moments do you have with your parents or your children or your grandchildren or best friends, old friends that you might see just uh, from time to time. Yeah. How many moments do you have? And if you begin to think about life in term of I've got five moments or 10 moments, you want to maximize the moments. You want to really make the most of those moments. That's kind and, of wild to think of it that way, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it is. I actually saw that posted by 
Jesse Itzler, who is somebody that you may be familiar with. He's a runner. And I thought that is a very good way of looking at Mm -hmm. life. And it truly plays into the way that I think about, you know, time for people that are retiring. I have a client who he and his wife were very, very successful, built an excellent business, saved a lot of money, had planned to do a lot of travel and just really enjoy their retirement together. They had been very frugal and didn't do things that they wanted to do because they wanted to make sure that they were saving for the future and creating that really solid retirement. And they retired. Mm-hmm. And within a year, he had passed away because he ended up with a very aggressive form of cancer. So Mm. he didn't get to have all of the moments that he had planned for. And that's very, very sad to me. Um, You know, on the other side of that, I have clients that are getting to enjoy those moments, have taken that step to retire, and they're getting to spend time traveling, going on cruises or big trips, going someplace for a month at a time or spending time with their grandbabies, having them over every week, uh, getting to really enjoy that time together. I have another client that was a very successful business person that uh, sold his business, and he and his wife moved to be close to the mountains because they do love uh, the mountains and everything about the outdoors. And uh, after they had lived there for a little bit, they decided, no, we actually want to live in the mountains. And so they have bought a cabin in the mountains, and they now live in a perfect place for them that they get to have their family come in and they get to have friends visit, have those moments in a place that they love. And so, you know, I, I, I really think you have to weigh, do I work more or do I go ahead and retire so that I can have these moments? And it's an important consideration, an important decision to make. Yeah, I mean, probably a lot of these other things we're going to talk about revolve around some more X's and O's and things of that nature. But time really is the big, it's kind of the big crucial one, right? Because it's just something you cannot get more of. You can't, you know, you can add health insurance, which I'm sure we'll talk about health as well. You can add these different things, but you can't add time, right? So Exactly. um, Once once you've used it, it's gone. Yeah, Um, yeah. We don't know how much we have. Yeah. Yes, it is. But it's, it is a downer, but it is also important to think about so you don't get down the road and say, right, I right. wish I, I woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah. Well, no, you flip that script, yes. right? And then you say, okay, yes. let's be, let's use this time more effectively and turn it into a positive, right? Uh, so that's the way to look at it. And I, actually, I saw something a couple of years ago. I don't remember exactly how accurate it was, but it says that uh, 75% of the time we, we have with our, our children is used up by the time they're 12. Right. So mm-hmm. because at that mm-hmm. point, right, they're going and doing more things with friends and, and school activities and this, that and the other. Right. And then, of course, the ne- next thing you know, they're in college and then they moved out. And and so, you know, 75 percent of the time you have with your children is, is burned up by the age by the age of 12 for them. So think about the same thing with your grandkids. Right. Because you're going to see them exactly. less because they don't live in a house with you unless they happen to live in the house with you. So anyway, time's important. That's certainly the number one yes. uh, thing to consider on the list. Number two is health. So let's talk about that one a little bit. Kind of, kind of goes hand in hand a little bit with time. Yeah, it does because when you're young, you have a lot more energy and less health things that you're trying to juggle. And as you get older, as you age, you know, obviously that goes the other direction. You have less energy, not as much as as when you were younger. People are a lot healthier these days than they used to be. For sure. Yeah. You know, I see people 
running or golfing or doing all kinds of physical activities to stay active longer in retirement. And that's great, but you still have to say, you know, how many more years of good energy do I have? You know, this could be the best years of what you have remaining if you think about your total lifespan versus the health span. Now, that's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point, Liz. My mom's 82, right? And she's overall in pretty good health, uh, you know, but... Yeah, she's. I mean, she gets tired easy, right? I mean, it doesn't take much. You know, we'll you know take a little short walk to here or there, and and she's like, "Whew, I'm tired," you know. Uh, and yeah, so it doesn't a lot take, different. Yeah, a lot different now than ten years ago. For exactly. Her, I'm sure. Oh yeah, big big change even in the last five years. And and she doesn't yeah. have any major health problems. Knock on wood, right? So yeah, it can creep up on you pretty quick. Now, talking about that, you know, getting winded when you're walking, that sort of thing. I have another client that is planning to retire. Young, Mm -hmm. uh, as young as possible, and we're working through the plan and putting everything in place so that they can do that. And, of course, the health insurance is one of those big drawbacks that makes that a little bit more difficult. But they're going to be able to retire younger, not wait to 65 or 67 or 70. They're going to be in their early 60s. And their goal is to be able to live someplace close to hiking trails so that they can do a lot of hiking. They love to be in the outdoors and they love to hike. Well, they're going to have to do that when they're younger. You know, think about your mom could have hiked when she was in her 60s, but in her 80s, it's going to be not the same hike. Right, right. Yeah. Yes. The incline is definitely tougher on her. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. So health, got to, you know, got to address that uh, so that we can have, you know, again, is, if you're in good shape for that, then maybe it's time to retire. Maybe, or maybe if things are going in the wrong direction, maybe it's time to consider if the numbers yes. work out to retire so that you can enjoy the time that you do have. Because number three, the future is uncertain. Yeah. And it's always uncertain. And that's, that's the reason that I wanted this to be on the list. There is no perfect time to retire. We don't ever right. have a per- perfect scenario. And but even it, if it is perfect in that, one Liz. month. Right. Everybody yeah. thinks that, right? That's where we get hung up. That's where I think so many people freeze. I'm, I'm really glad you put this on there because it's always, well, you know what? When this happens and this happens, then we'll retire. Right? right. And when this happens and this happens, then we'll retire. But what are the chances that that's always going to play out the way you want to? It's very, very unlikely. And then... A month later or a year later or three years later, things could change. You know, life is very fluid and having a retirement plan means that you have planned for the good, you've planned for the bad. Yeah. And you know that you can adjust and go with the flow, whatever is going to be coming at you and that you're going to be okay. We're currently in a situation where we're potentially facing a recession next year. Uh, We've got the Fed fighting the high inflation. High inflation is a big, big risk to retirees. Sure. Uh, but it also means that our rates are higher, but uh, which is good. That's a benefit to retirees. And so there's these uncertainties, but it doesn't mean it's a bad time to retire. If you've run your numbers and you know that you can, and you've put together that bucket plan that yeah. we've talked about in the past where you know your retirement portfolio is lined up to meet your cash flow, you know where mm-hmm. your income is coming from, And if that's all in line, then go ahead and retire because 
the future is always going to be uncertain. Yeah, great point. And, you know, because fundamentally, we want to try to be able to retire in whatever's happening from an economic standpoint, because we just don't know what that's going to be, right? I yeah. mean, yeah, you can do the hindsight thing and say, well, if I had my choice, you know, would I want to retire in 2007, 8 or 9, or would I want wanted to retire sometime between 2010 and 2021? Well, you're going to pick 10 to 21 because the market was, you know, on fire, right? But 07, yeah. 08, 09, not so much, right? Or even last year. Right in 2022, you know, certainly had a, a bit of a downturn. My brother's actually retiring this week that we're taping this, Liz, uh, and he's kind of not happy about the, you know, the the economy, the economy, right mm-hmm. at this standpoint. But he also doesn't have a lot of control either, obviously over the economy. But he's, you know, with his job and his position that's being phased out. So it's just all these other pieces came together for him to just go ahead and pull the trigger on retirement. And while he's okay, he's not happy about it because it's not ideal. And I'm like, well, dude, it's never going to be ideal. So Exactly. Yeah. And, and to your point, would you retire in any of these particular years? Yeah, we want to retire in the best year. But if you did retire, and I had clients that retired in 2007 mm-hmm. and early 2008. I had clients that retired in early 2020. I had clients that are retiring now, this year, in a similar situation to your brother. Mm-hmm. If you have that bucket plan in place, then you know that where your cash flow is going to come from, that that is very secure and stable, yeah. and that any of that volatility is going to be really impacting money that you're not going to use for another 10 years. And right. so having that proper design lets you go through whatever is happening as you are retired and you, and it works out just fine. Yeah, but for many of us, unfortunately, if we don't have a plan in place, our brain is not wired. To, even if we, yes. and sometimes for some of us, even if we do have it in place and we know it's there, our brain is still kind of fights us a little bit, right? Going, ah, if maybe I should just wait till it's a little better, right? But it's kind of like playing. You know, it's kind of like playing anything, like playing a game at uh, at a casino. Well, you know, I, I just hit one hand. Maybe I'll hit one more, right? So it's never you never know the perfect time to walk away from the table. You just have to kind of take all the variables into into account and uh, and move from there. And that's why number four works out really well in the next part of the conversation because you need a plan that's flexible because again, nothing is set in stone. So you got to have some flexibility in there. Yeah, exactly. And know that your plan is flexible. Not only before retirement, but after retirement. Yeah, because you don't, yeah, great. Yep. Yeah, you, you, you don't know how long you're going to live or how much you really will spend. You can guess at those things. You mm-hmm. can do some projections. You don't know what the economy is going to look like. You can run your plan multiple ways to test good and bad times. But at the end of the day, if you think you need the plan to be 100% exactly how it's going to play out, then you're going to be afraid to take the leap. Yeah. And that's sort of what you were saying a minute ago. Yep. And so then you feel like, oh, I'll just wait till 65, 67. I'll wait till my 1 million becomes two, my two becomes four. <laughs> like, right. When do you reach the point that you retire if the goalpost keeps moving ahead of you? Yeah. And you just have to, you know, jump into it. Yep. Uh, you have to decide, I've tested it. I know the plan works. I know that, you know, I've got everything lined up. It's just time to do it. Uh, and yeah, I can be flexible as I go through retirement to respond to whatever good or bad might come. And my plan is going to be able to carry me through that because you've tested that it can carry you through both the good and the bad. And that's the reason to have a plan. You know, I think back to 
when I first started running, and I think we've talked about the fact that I that I have run a lot of races. Right. But right. when I first started running, it was really scary to think about even running. Really? Now, yeah, just, you know, it felt like to go, I, I just felt like I couldn't go further than about a mile. And so it it's felt like this very tough thing to consider like, to consider like you didn't, running. Like you didn't feel like your body would be able to handle it or like your, you know, what, what was like the distance kind of scared you or? What do you mean? I, I think I felt that I had to do it a certain way, okay. like a All perfect right. way. Like I had to run a certain speed. I had to run, oh, with, okay. Okay. you know, I yeah. had to, I had to live up to something in my own subconscious that uh-huh. I wasn't uh, ready to live up to. And when I got into it, I realized, started running, I realized there's a lot of different ways to run. And even in a race, when I then built up Uh, the training and did some long races, marathons and and longer races, you can't plan for it perfectly. It's not going to play out exactly the way that you would like it to, but, but you can walk when you need to, you can eat. I didn't realize you could even eat during a run. So that was news (laughs) to me. And, you know, learning these things made it a lot easier, but it's like that with retirement. You, if you think it has to be only one way, then you may be afraid to retire, but if you realize, well, I everything I have about my plan, if I'm monitoring my plan from year to year and I'm being flexible, it's going to carry me through. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, sometimes don't confuse that, folks, a little bit with sometimes we often think, well, if I cut this and I cut that and I do this and I do that, then I can force the plan to work. That's not the same as making sure that it's just all uh, right where you need it to be, right? So cutting corners yeah. to to retire sooner may not make you happy in the long run. Not to say that you can't do it, but just make sure that you really think that through and plan that out so that you're number five, financially ready, whatever that is, but make sure that you're you that you understand that plan. Because some people, many people Liz, will do that. I mean we can we can try to talk about, you know, perfect retirement and having everything you want it to be, but that's just not the reality for a lot of folks. So sometimes you may have to consider doing this, that or the other to make you know, to make the numbers work. But that's got to be something, if you have that information in black and white, then you're at least able to make that informed decision whatever way you need to make it, right? Yeah, exactly. And and that really is what helps you know that you can retire. When you have put a plan together, you've stress tested the plan, yep. you've looked at, it does cover all of my expenses. If inflation is higher, I'm still good. If taxes are higher, I'm still good. You know, things that are outside of your control, you stress test for those things so that you know that you're going to be good all the way to the end of your retirement and that you have strategies in place to deal with the unexpected, Uh, that bucket planning that we talked about, Mm -hmm. having some uh, spending guardrails, some strategies for adjusting spending if things go better than expected or things right, are right. you know we're going and that through a little happen, bit of a right? rough path yeah exactly yeah. you just make you just make concessions just like you do any other time in life i think sometimes we get so focused liz on saying i'm not going to be on a budget in retirement because i've worked really hard and i want to be able to blah 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 that's fine but think about any other stage in life right there are times when when you have to tighten the belt a little bit and retirement could be it, probably at some point will be the exact same way because and for variables out of our control to your point liz right whatever's happened with taxation or 
the economy or whatever. And so sometimes you may feel the need to do that. But having that strategy and those spending guardrails and and also being able to, you know, go back and work the numbers through retirement, right? Making those adjustments, looking at things and going, okay, it has been a rough couple of years. Let's maybe look at tweaking this or now we're back into some good years. So now we can add back in, right? It's a, it's mm-hmm. a flexible thing, like the last point. Yeah, absolutely flexible. And that's very important because if you can be flexible in living out your retirement, then you can have a very successful retirement. And then we're back to the point of you're enjoying the time. Yeah, exactly. Well, well said. Well brought back to the to main point too. And you know, the funny thing about a lot of folks, Liz, that are on the fence is often we're in better shape than we realize, right? So we'll kind yeah. of we'll kind of wrap it up with this. I think that many people I hate to use the analogy of the dentist, but it just works really well. Many people don't go to the dentist sometimes for a little while thinking that the information is going to, or the doctor, it's going to be worse than what they expect, right? So something feels weird. I don't want to go because they're going to tell me something's wrong. Same kind of thing financially. Sometimes they're like, I don't want to sit down with a financial professional because I I just know it's going to all be bad news. And more times than not, people are pleasantly surprised to find out they're in better shape than they think they are. That's very true. And I have uh, mentioned, I think, along, uh, in one of our previous podcasts, a couple that had come in thinking that they were getting started on their five-year before retirement plan and found out that they could retire then. Right. <laughs> and and so probably they did. were blown away, right? They're probably like, what? They were. They were absolutely <laughs> blown away. And, and they now have this other four years of time together, retired, doing some of the things that they want to do while they're younger that they didn't know that they yeah. could have. Guess what they got? And they got more number one, didn't they? They got more time. Exactly. Yeah. They got a lot more time. And so if you get a plan, which is very important and, and a key to knowing that you're ready to retire, if it says you're financially ready, then it's time to think about what you want to do with the best years of the rest of your life. Well, well said. All right, folks, thanks for hanging out with us on the podcast as always. So don't forget, if you need some help, uh, if you'd like to talk about your situation or just get, you know, double check or whatever the case is, if you've got a plan, you need a second opinion, even if you're already working with Liz and, and you think, hey, you know what, I haven't I haven't thought about this recently and maybe I need to bring that up to her, whatever the case is, reach out to her, find her online. Of course, you can uh, give her a call. You can stop by the website, all that good stuff. It's the uh, information is found at her website, which is bestpathadvisors.com. That's bestpathadvisors.com. And don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, all the major podcasting platforms. Just type in Retire on Your Best Path in the search box. You can find it that way or, of course, at her website, bestpathadvisors.com. Liz, thanks for hanging out as always. I appreciate you. Great topic. Thank you so much. It was a great conversation. I appreciate it, Mark. Absolutely. Look forward to talking to you again soon. We do these a couple of times a month. So, again, don't forget to subscribe to us right here on Retire on Your Best Path with Liz Whitteberry. The preceding program is sponsored by Best Path Advisors, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors. Best Path Advisors, J.W. Cole Financial, and J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by Liz Whitberry should not be construed as specific tax, legal, or investment advice, nor as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. 
Neither JW Cole Financial nor its representatives provide legal, tax, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of JW Cole. Investing is subject to risks, including the loss of principal. Due to volatility within the markets mentioned, opinions are subject to change without notice. Information is based on sources believed to be reliable, however, their accuracy or completeness cannot be guaranteed.